0: my name is Nikki Tigg. I work here at New Vision in the student ministry, and I am so excited that you're tuning in today. Today, I'm reading from 1 John chapter 5, verses 13 through 21 from the New Living Translation. I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know you have eternal life. And we are confident that He hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases Him. And since we know he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. If you see a fellow believer sinning in a way that does not lead to death, you should pray and God will give that person life. But there is a sin that leads to death, and I am not saying you should pray for those who commit it. All wicked actions are sin, but not every sin leads to death. We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning. For God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one cannot touch them. We know that we are children of God, and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come, and He has given us understanding so that we can know the true God. And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God, and He is eternal life. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. Well, I love that this passage starts off reminding us of our eternity and confidence, that we have just as believers in Jesus, that we have eternal life and that we can approach God with confidence that he hears us. And when we pray for his will to be done, that he answers that. Verse 14 says, and we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. Now, this is kind of a loaded verse because it actually points us back to seeking his will through prayer through reading scripture and being obedient. And often we say that we want effective prayers. Well, there's our answer. We see how God answers and how what motivates him to answer is when we're praying his will. Verse 15 says, And since we know he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Now, to be honest, those two verses have been highlighted in my Bible for years because they are the warm and fuzzy verses that I love to highlight when I see God is listening and answering my prayers. And you may be familiar with those verses and you may have them highlighted as well. And I admit that I've used those verses and, and only applied it to my life many times. i thinking of how God answers prayers and just really making that only personal. And I didn't really connect it to the next verse that instructs us on what to do if we see a fellow believer sinning that we should pray. So verse 14 and 15 tells us that we can be confident when we pray for anything that pleases God and he will answer. And then verse 16 says to pray um, and God will give that person life. So it's very... uh clear that praying for our brothers and sisters in Christ is an appropriate response and that God honors those prayers. And maybe, um, well, when I think of that, and maybe you are the same way when you think of seeing a brother or sister sinning and, and praying for them, maybe your mind goes to someone who's not super close to you, or maybe you see someone you see on social media that's kind of, I don't know, where my mind just goes. But that's just my tendency to think outside of my own four walls. But as I was reading and studying this verse, it just reminded me that that means people close to me as well. And being in prayer for our our family members, our spouse, our children, if they are believers in Jesus, those are our brothers and sisters in Christ. And that should be our response to them as well to be honest, when I see my child doing something he should not be doing, my first instinct is not to pray for him. (laughs) So uh, that is just something that I have been able to take away from that. Verse 18 goes in to say, we do not, we know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning for God's son holds them securely and the evil one cannot touch them. Well, we belong to God And Satan has no dominion over God. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus holds us securely. And we do know that the evil one will try to attack. But again, going back to scripture and praying scripture, we have Ephesians 6 to remember our armor and how we fight those battles. So I'll just close up and say that this uh, passage starts off reminding us of our place in eternity and our confidence. So it reminds us of of that in the beginning, but it also ends with a reminder. Verse 21, dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. Now, that's a that's something we need to be praying. So um, that's honestly a takeaway for today is maybe in the mornings we can really just be honest with God and make that our prayers, Lord. Please keep me from anything that will take your place in my heart. So in closing, let's just remember that God is powerful, that he honors requests when they honor him. He tells us how to respond when we see a believer in sin, which is in prayer. And it's easy for us to have a different response and to ignore it or even tell others about it. But this passage really just shows us God's heart on the issue of sin. He does not desire to see his children in sin. And he does encourage and empower us to, to come before the throne and, and pray for them. So I wanna thank you so much for listening today as we close the book of First John. And I encourage you to tune in tomorrow for day 14, where we're going to look at Second John. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's word.